Bunch, 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 bunch. Sudo podcast. Mark Zhang and Henry Wang, you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Uh, my name is Mark. I graduated from Purdue Woo! last year, mm. and uh, I've been working in research for this past year, and uh, becoming a doctor. Yeah, I'm getting ready to apply to medical school. Nice. My name is Henry. I'm a senior, and uh, I'm doing computer engineering, and I'm about to graduate in like a few weeks. All right. So we're going to quickly uh, just... Kind of get you guys to know our guests today. So we know them pretty well because you know, we obviously went to school with them. Um, Mark is obviously a year older than us, as he mentioned. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start with him. So the way I met Mark and Joseph actually was we went to play Pokemon Go together. Wait, I met you at basketball. Well, yeah, I met you at basketball. But, but, like, but, but like, yeah. I think like that's how we got, we got close. close. Yeah, we got closer because I remember like. So what was that? Well, no, Four the first time I met you, we were at the union. Oh, you're right. You're like, right. Yeah. I yeah, was yeah. already with Joe and Andrew, Andrew and. Um, was it Ryan? Or was it Dinius? He might have been there, but my phone was dying. Oh, okay. And I needed a portable. Oh! Charger. <laughs> and, you, and you had one, right? Oh, yeah, I did. I always had one of my bags, yeah. so I, I gave it to you, yeah. Long anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. charger. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I don't remember how I met you, Joe. I feel like it was either I, because Adrian was the first one to take me to the Colorec. Like he uh, said, meet me at Wyatt, let's go work out. Was it at the Colorec? And you might have typed along with us working out. It's like, but I do remember that I didn't know you, and people would talk about you like, oh, there's this guy named Mark. He's hella ripped. <laughs> hella lean. If you guys don't know, Mark is just <laughs> yeah, Mr. True. Mr. That's testosterone true. over here. Mr. T. Yeah. So I remember hearing about you, but I don't exactly remember. I feel like it's through the Colorec. Like, I went out to work I, out. You were working out with, like, Young Sick or Ryan, maybe, and we just, like, met up somehow. But, but like, our first actual hangouts were probably Pokemon. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. That's the one I remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything else. Henry. Wait, well, for Henry, though. Henry, yeah. Henry just showed up one day. Yeah. <laughs> My first memory of Henry was, uh, it was, I think it was after large group, and, you know, we were having the usual gathering at my apartment, and uh, Henry just showed up. And, I don't know, I don't remember who you were with. I think it was Toby, maybe? Whose small group were you in? I was in, like, Toby and Amy. Yeah, I think it was a Toby. Yeah, I think it was Toby. Yeah. I remember, I think I was there. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I might have been there. I'm I think sure. Toby brought you over. Oh, I don't remember yeah. it all, though. Toby's, uh, Mark's age. So, yeah, Mark, uh, he, he's, uh, he's in he's Seattle, though, he's so, graduate. yeah. I remember, because I don't think we've ever actually officially met or hung out during sophomore year, but you were planning to go to Toronto with us. Oh, yeah. So I was looking forward to that and be like, okay, this is my chance to get to know Henry really well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but but like, then it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't happen. Yeah, because yeah, okay. uh, COVID, COVID hit. Right, yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. Hit. And Henry was the first one to be like, I, I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> so it's funny. You know Sam, right? Like Sam Stewie? No, 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 no. Like Sam, uh, so that's name? She graduated already. Oh, Kwasinski? Yes. 
Is it Sam Kim? Isn't it Sam Kim? Samantha Kim? No. Like she was. Like graduated? Yeah, she graduated. Already. Her, her. Yeah. Yeah, you know right. So yeah, I remember like so like I never actually like hung out with Henry, but then I remember I hung out with Sam a lot, and she would just tell me a lot about Henry. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, Henry's a great guy. Like trust me, but yeah, it was like it was funny. Like oh yeah, Henry's interesting, and I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say Henry agree, is just yeah. that one friend. He's just the wild card to everything. Yeah, he's always there. Like, you'll never expect him to come up or come out, but he'll be there. And then, like, we'll just have a normal conversation and we'll be like, so what's that? Like, and it'll be the most, like, weird question. <laughs> Henry is so funny. He brings the humor in a lot of conversations. Also, I never thought he'd be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, let me just say, we're, we're planning on just having Mark. I wasn't yeah, expecting to be on here either. And I was pretty much expecting because Mark was Mark staying over. So I was like, I might as well, you know, have him on the podcast. But Henry just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, go. <laughs> hey man, we're glad to have you, anyways. No thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's appropriate to ask this question to um, Mark and even Henry, like, because you guys or Mark graduated already, and Henry's about to graduate, like Matt. Um, but maybe talk about a little about like you talk about like, you're getting ready for med school and everything, but how that's been and like you graduated at a time where it was like COVID yeah right so like how's that transition because I know a lot of people who graduated your year had a hard time not only with like just jobs but like with the COVID situation making it um, a lot worse and you didn't really have to work straight out but you had to prepare for med school and everything though I mean I feel like graduating from college in any year is always a little challenging because you're going from this this life that you've gotten used to over the past four years where you have this constant you know fellowship this constant um you know group of people that you always have around you right and then you go from that to really just being out on your own essentially it's just you and your work at that point Mm -hmm. and that's that can be difficult to adjust to um because you really got to go out of your way to find you know that new um that new kind of routine, routine and that yeah. new routine and that new kind of group of people and that usually tends to be I guess your co-workers at that point which yeah. is it, it's not the same in terms of the relationships that you're able to form because your your co-workers are mostly just there because you know you guys have to be yeah you know? that's true with friends you're there because you want to be right so it's hard but you, you get used to it and it just becomes your new life really what's been like the hardest thing you've had to deal with straight out of post-grad or like maybe you didn't expect it but it was hard or I mean you were expecting it it's harder than you expected it is just you do feel a little it is a little isolating Um, and especially because like I'm at this point where I'm kind of in between because I'm applying for more school Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of uncertainty Um, I would assume if I was going into more of a like a direct career path I feel like it would be a little more of a smoother transition, but mm-hmm. at this point, since there's still so much out of my control, it's a little um, stressful. Yeah, I definitely can't imagine. I'm not graduating until like at least another year. So, do you feel like you're <clears throat> like I think it's something that maybe I struggle with a little bit, but do you feel like you're behind? In a way, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you do. <clears throat> It's hard not to compare yourself to others, especially other people your own age. But, you know, you gotta, you know, everyone's on their own path. So there's really no, the only person you're really 
racing against, competing against is yourself at the end of the day. You have those feelings, Henry? Like, you're about to graduate? Um, yeah, I'm kind of nervous about graduating. Yeah, like, like cause you, you, have, you don't have, like, clear plans on what you want to do. Yeah, I don't have, like, clear plans yet. Right. So you most likely just going to go back home? After yeah. That? Makes sense. Same with me. I think, like, I don't have a job lined up, but I'm applying. Right. I think, um, I think, in a way, I didn't realize how, like, the fact that I could literally, literally go anywhere for my occupation, for like my job. I think that's like every job, honestly, but I don't know. For some reason, that didn't hit me. That I can literally go across the world, even, or like, or across the United States. Take the name out of the hat. And yeah, and just go there and apply. Like, that is like the job. But like, I think there's so many job openings, you know, all the time. Yeah. So it's actually kind of overwhelming. Like, I think, like, instead of, like, I used to think, like, okay, I'm going to, like, spend hours just keep pressing apply, submit, submit, submit. But actually, I spend more time picking the ones that I want because there's so many. And like location and everything, I'm like being more picky, and I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. But yeah, like, again, like I think I struggle with that like clear plan, and also I feel like I'm behind too, because mm-hmm. I think like most people should or already have a job now. Yeah. But actually, like that's not true. I think like legit only Cornerstone is like a, for some reason everyone in Cornerstone just gets a job. Or they're amazing, really studious people, and right. we just get it done. But then I, I just I'm not on that track. So when I heard like oh, I don't have a job, I'm kind of like oh shoot, like I'm kind of behind. But it's not really, but I kind of, I just feel that way naturally because you prepare. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What like advice would you give like to, what, like, to like cope with that feeling? I mean, I've only been out for one year. Yeah, but, but uh, you, you, you had, I feel like with COVID and everything, is it more extreme? Like, I feel you, like my advice is still the same is you just have to be more proactive. Right. In terms of going out of your way to join, you know, new hobbies and, uh, you know, finding mm-hmm. a, a new church if you're in a new area. It wasn't really an issue for me because I had my, I was still church. living at home, so I had my home church. But um, you really just have to be more proactive because it's not like college where you have like every class. other day there's going to be another like hang out at someone's place or even meet new people and uh, there's not as many things going on around um, like there would be on a college campus. So right. you kind of just have to take more control over your life. Mm-hmm. That's I, the hard part. Yeah, because I'm I'm worried like what I'll be doing like with friends, like making new friends is always a challenge. But also like, I feel like college is you when you go into college it feels really long. Like you feel like four years I got all the time in the world to figure out what I want to yeah. do. But then all of a sudden you're like an upperclassman. All of a sudden you're graduating, yeah. and you feel like you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Like if anything you just went to class. And you just met a group of people that you always hang out with, and that's it. And you fall into routine and don't realize this is like where your life is taking shape, and you just don't know what you're gonna do. That's that's pretty frightening. It's funny because I think we're all smiling because it's like it's just it's especially I think for me and Henry especially it's hitting us or yeah. at least hitting. Oh yeah, you sure. can't believe this already. Because I think like, yeah. and now uh, we're already at this point. We're where like we have two to... weeks away from the end of semester, and yeah. you guys have graduation next month. I think it's insane because like my teachers were saying like, oh yeah, last week of class basically. Tomorrow or not tomorrow, uh, next week. next week, and I was like, really? <laughs> like, in your life too. And in my life, and the thing is, like, it's funny because like there was some. I have some like there's some juniors in my classes, mm-hmm. or like yeah, some juniors, and like they, I heard them like talking about like, oh, do you see your schedule? Did, oh, the schedules came out. Like oh, did yeah, you get this class? Out today. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, I did. I don't have to. I've been emailing my advisor in like a year. You know, like yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, it's like it was like wow, this hit me, and then. 
like yesterday um they were like oh this is our last worship practice of the semester and i was like what like <laughs> it's like oh last small group is this friday and i'm like oh what? like i'm like it hit different <laughs> it it really like i was just like what i was like you gotta be kidding me i was like this can't be happening and then but then it's like hitting me like i thought my time here would be forever nah. in a way you know <laughs> like it felt like forever Maybe like the first day yeah school, first like, yeah like it, it felt like forever right it's like oh i got time you know i got time everything's like oh i'll push it back i got time now it's like well i don't got no time <laughs> so oh, it's like yeah it's crazy well, looking time. back now and you've already like graduated but do you got do you have any regrets from like college like even with henry and matt like you guys are about to leave like is there anything you really wish you would have done like if you could do one more thing or change one thing or, or a few things i guess what would it be from college like specifically any regrets henry um i have to think about it i already um, said mine but like uh, so you guys, you guys into the video one that we posted. Right. I, I basically talked about how like I regret switching my major because I ended up just going back to the same major I started with. So that time I lost trying to like take other classes and taking physics two hundred two, even though it was two twenty, which was like the worst thing in the world. I took that with Mark. <laughs> physics physics two twenty with Norbert. That's a great experience. <laughs> I hated that class. I remember there was like, it became like a meme because like play games or like no no no, no we didn't play games, games but I we didn't play games but I remember like I wrote down one thing on my notebook. You yeah. remember that? I, I, wrote, mean, I did that too. I wrote friction. <laughs> and, then, and then the whole page was banging in the class. And then I was like, all right, we're good to go. You paid for my boba. I did pay for your boba, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I got the worst test score. But like, I think that was like a mistake because I think like I didn't do as well as I should have done or I could have done in physics. And I think my mindset was bad when I was switching my major. And, you know, I regret it because I think I lost, like, first of all, a lot of GPA. <laughs> and I think also a lot of time where I could have spent, you know, either bettering my grades or bettering my time with stuff. So I regret that. Um, but you wouldn't have taken business with Mark, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I, but I, but I, saw, I saw him and Sabrina every Mark, day. So Mark wouldn't have gone Boba, man. <laughs> no, no, he would have. It's just been from Sabrina. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And another thing, I guess, like, because I actually have to go soon. Because <laughs> um, I thought we were supposed to start at 6, but we start at 7. Hey, um, but, like, I think one last regret before I dip. Um, like, I talked about this, but I think it got avoided, but um, not joining a, a frat. I have a little bit regret not doing that. <laughs> I kind of want to experience what it is, but I kind of don't at the same time. But I have a little it's bit a, of regret. It's a very college-specific Yeah, experience. I have a very little bit of regret not joining a fraternity, because then where else can I join I mean, a fraternity? that was your only chance. Yeah, now I lost it. But, like, I mean, I guess I could, as a, I, could, I could just, like, pop it, right? But, like, <laughs> turn up. just a little bit. I don't know. Do you regret? Um, not really. I don't really regret not joining. You don't have any regrets. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like not joining a frat. Like I, okay. I think I'm okay with not joining a frat. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I said I, I don't see myself in a frat. Like if anything, it'd be like a learning community <laughs> that's like, associated with the frat. But that's about it. Like that's hardcore. Dude. Yeah. Would you do essays with that? Learning community. Yeah, but you could. They're just work. like clubs. But they, well, you, can, you can get credit for some of them depending on what what kind of community. I yeah, uh, I didn't do it, so don't know. Mm. Got any regrets, Mark? I I kind of wish that I planned ahead for my future a little more, especially my freshman year, freshman sophomore year. I like in what really, way? I really didn't decide to pursue medicine until I would say the second half of sophomore year. I remember that. Yeah, and oh. I. 
you know, throughout freshman year, beginning of sophomore year, I was really debating between a couple different career paths, but I feel like if I had really sat down and thought about it even before I started college, right, it would have been a much smoother transition and uh, definitely would have been more prepared leaving college. So, you know, I wish I had just invested more in myself at the beginning rather than trying to catch up later. Wait, what made you go into medicine? <laughs> we don't talk that's, about, don't talk. that's a whole question, but... Um, wow. Bye, man. See ya. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially my entire application, right? <laughs> that is true. But, um, it was really just kind of getting more involved in the field, you know, through volunteering hospitals, shadowing doctors, talking with some family right. that are in the that are in medicine and really just learning more about it uh-huh. in terms of what it's like and is it really something that I can see myself doing um, for the rest of my life, really. Right. And then once you finally feel that kind of calling, uh-huh. then, you know, everything else kind of falls into place because you kind of have a plan from that point. Yeah, makes sense. You got any regrets, Henry? I think for me, like, just one regret was, like, not doing, like, CS instead of, like, engineering. But right, because you did the whole FYE thing, too. Yeah, I did a lot of engineering at this point, but I'm not really interested in that, so. Did you apply for CS? Yeah, I, I applied for engineering. Oh, you applied for engineering, yeah, right. But you, you think you should have done CS? Yeah, it's, it's, like, a lot less classes and stuff. You would have been graduated by now if you did CS. Yeah, if I, if I like, took a lot of classes, I would I could have graduated, like, three years ago. Yeah, most, most CS people graduate three years or three years in a semester. Rarely do you do all four unless you're like just spread out spread out with everything. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I wish I had chosen a different major so I could have graduated in three. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. You don't want to stay here for four years? I would have graduated in three if I could. Huh. But I... I mean, I get the tuition and everything. But I feel like college is like, you want to... No, no. You don't want to go for, I for wouldn't, four. I wouldn't have just dipped. I would have just oh, I see. graduated, but then kind of I probably would have stayed here and just kind of worked, you know, if yeah. I wanted to do research, I could do research here and then, Makes sense. you know, get some other position at a hospital here or something. Yeah. Um, but that's another thing, a pretty big thing, actually, that I would have definitely done. Switch your major, uh, major yeah. for three-year study? Yeah. What made you, which made you do engineering instead of CS? Um, I thought it would be interesting, but like... Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just turned out to be a lot more work than I expected right and then and for like my career like I don't think I would do like actual like engineering work I would probably just do like software yeah because you're computer engineering so you're yeah. already almost there yeah do you have any regrets about your like school or anything uh, I regret not exploring more I think I would have maybe landed in mechanical engineering either way because it just fits me but I, I chose engineering really early on, like middle school, when you start thinking about like the high school, like going up into high school and like, oh, that means I have to get ready for college soon. Like as soon as you, the earliest you begin to start thinking about what you want to do for life, like yeah. seriously, yeah. I already had engineering down that's since good. then. Oh, that's good. I mean, both of my parents are engineers. Um, so I always grew up with an engineering like um, background, I guess. Like my dad would look at home and I'd see him doing stuff related to engineering. And for me, I thought that was like, not only the only way of like working, cause, but that was the only thing I saw really. So I didn't know what other majors or other work looked like. 
like I knew of like doctors or lawyers, like the typical big jobs. But like I came to Purdue and I, I would go around asking people what their majors were. And like 70% of them is like, that's a major? Like I didn't know at all. Like when I met Adrian, like I didn't know kinesiology was a thing, right? I didn't know pharmacy was a thing. I thought pharmacy was just like a branch of being a doctor, you know? Like I was so clueless to like every single other major that I could have explored. Um, and like, you know, like in high school, they do the whole like seminars where you like explore majors to find out what you want to do in college. But every time I just like randomly click on an engineering site and just idly scroll through and not like really try because I have. So you never, on. you never had any inclinations to do anything else? No, not even like, and more weirdly, like specifically mechanical. Like I didn't consider an EE. I didn't consider civil. Like both my parents were civil. So my pet, my dad was like, if. Don't, don't do civil because he didn't really recommend it. If you were going to engineer, either do EEC or um, mechanical, or if the school's good, like BME. But like civil, he didn't recommend that well or that much because he, he works in Korea and Korea doesn't have a lot of real estate and all you do is innovate buildings. So you're not out there building a lot of new buildings or doing construction engineering, which civil is based around. So. When he was in America, he would, you know, study or do projects like build hospitals, data centers, stuff like that, and improvise or improve like buildings to like smart technology for like civil stuff. But in Korea, it's a lot harder. So he's like, maybe it could work in the U.S., but mechanical is much more, much more wider. Like you could do a civil's position as a mechanical engineer if you just specialize in that area, which you can choose later on. So I was just always appealed to the fact that mechanical is very wide. And opportunity and diversity so I was like mechanical it is and I, I never looked back like even for all my college apps I put mechanical engineering like I know people change majors here and there to get a better chance of getting into the school but I, I should have put engineering for all of my schools <laughs> I didn't look back and I realized I couldn't really try it a little more to maximize. are you happy doing what you're doing uh, I am. I only regret because, like, what if there's a better major out there that I just haven't seen? Well, you know? And I always talk to my parents about it. Like, what if, like, I came one day and I wanted to change my major? My parents like, sure, but, like, is there another major that you're as interested and as exactly. passionate for? Yeah. Like, if there is, go for it. But if there isn't, then why would you change? Yeah, you don't need to fix what's not broken, right? Yeah. If you're happy and passionate about what you're doing, I don't see any reason why you need to regret not doing more. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't say regret my major, but I regret not exploring and giving myself the opportunity to maybe look into other things and see if it worked out. Because when you're like a kid, like I always was like, I want to be an archaeologist because I like dinosaurs, or like I like the ocean, so I wanted to be an ocean marineologist or something like that. I always found biology pretty <laughs> cool, chemistry was okay. But yeah, I, I, engineering was just always a, a default. But yeah, I, I don't regret that specifically but like other like I know college is mainly for school but like maybe disregarding the academics is there anything you guys wish you've done in college because there's a whole other side to being on campus um, and you guys well, Henry did you live in a dorm yeah I live in dorm freshman year right because you guys both have experienced dorm life too yeah. and stuff like that I've never actually been in oh, a, oh right you lived because I was in Pedro which is a apartment complex yeah. for professors but we had an overflow our year for okay. freshmen so they pushed us out so I've never lived in like a communal bathroom and <laughs> an RA like and you're not exactly room. missing much 
I know, but like, I feel like that's also part of the college experience. You know? Like, it's not like I regret not being in a dorm, but I feel like I wouldn't have minded for at least a semester to experience it and then move out of it being like, I'm finally out. You know, like, you have to go from bad to good to make it better, you know, instead of just going straight to the good. Where do you live, sophomore year? I lived uh, at Matt, Matt's place. Oh, okay. That was my place originally. Oh, yeah. And then Matt moved it. <laughs> So I don't think you missed that much. It's like you could have still went to like the the lobbies and like study with people. That's true. I always was at Wiley though. Yeah, you probably was, got a good idea of what it was like. Yeah, but you don't need to like experience the bathroom. So you got yeah, to experience it without all the downsides. <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. But yeah, I, I I sometimes tell myself like maybe I should have been been dorm for at least. Uh, Did you have a choice? Uh, people no, but. Actually, I was planning to move to Hilltop with Josh Hong and Josh Chang, who were my roommates at the apartment. But we had different um, housing sign-up priorities. Like Josh Hong was way up there, like he was the first. So he booked a, a triple for us, us two to sign up afterwards. But for some reason, the way it worked is like he booked it, but someone can still join. So like some random person came in. <laughs> really? Yeah, and Josh was like, "Uh, you can't kick him out because he—it's his choice." Okay. But like, the way it works is like, he booked it, and then me and Josh Ching are supposed to hop on. Like, we're not supposed to like join the reservation order, but just hop on because he put the apartment under his name. And usually, you know, if you see someone, and you don't want to be with someone else, so you just go for something that's empty. But someone just hopped in. So Josh was like, oh, guys, we just probably have to bail. And then it didn't work out, so we just went off campus. Oh, okay. To our I place, see. yeah. Because by that time, it was like most of the, because we were also looking at Hawkins. Yeah. And we we're, were not going to Cary or whatever, because Cary's <laughs> not it. And like any other triple is like not non-existent. It's either quads at Cary or triples at Hilltop. So we're like, yeah. If we're gonna be in a position where us three aren't gonna have a room for next year, we might as well look off campus. And that place was being built, so we had first dibs on the new apartment. So even though it's pricey, I think it was okay. I mean, when I think back on my college experience, you know, my time living in the dorm isn't exactly really like what I look back on as. Oh, really? you, you don't know, look back on the Wiley boys. The, well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like in a, any generic dorm. Oh uh, yeah, true. I mean, true. Wiley was different. I didn't live there. Yeah, that's but, true. But like, um, I guess. It's not something that I think back on first, mm -hmm. you know? So I don't think you need to worry about not missing, not about missing out on that. Yeah. What about you? Where'd you live? I live in Tree. Tree. By yourself? Or? Yeah, I was, it was like a double book. We was like a random person. Though. Was he, was he like, did you get to know him or? Oh, uh, not, not really. Oh. oh, you had a random? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have, did you pick a roommate's freshman? No, I, well, yes, I lived with Dave. Oh, Dave, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'd already known for yeah four years so it yeah. wasn't exactly like a true college experience i guess yeah. where you're meeting someone completely new that's true but and then you still had the communal bathrooms that, i mean yeah. i wasn't uh, i lived in honors my freshman year though so okay i feel like our bathrooms <laughs> i mean hillenbrand wasn't even a communal bathroom so i didn't right. even have hillenbrand we had a shared double with two other guys on the other side right so it wasn't a true communal bathroom uh -huh. Well, okay. I've always wanted to ask Mark this, and Henry, you're you're also included. But when did you? Because when I first heard of you, 
um, when I joined Cornerstone, I was like, everyone's first like descriptor of you is like Mark's ripped. Okay. <laughs> Why? Like, dude, look at your body, bro. <laughs> like, okay, you're not like bulky, right? You're not like massive, but you're hella lean. You're like hella that. cut, bro. And you you're like strong. That. Like, even Henry agrees, right? Well, you, don't, you don't like that? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't want but that like, to be the first thing that people. But like, okay, okay. Like, that's not like you're not glaringly like a a, a body person. Like, you're not glaringly the one. To, a gym rat per se like as some people are like tank tops and like what's your question but my question is when did you like start working out or did you like play uh, sport you played tennis right in i played school? tennis in high school but like you switched to um, fitness at some point i did i didn't even go to a gym until after like the end of senior year of high school really like i re- i vividly remember the first time i went to an actual gym was with dave actually it was near the end of senior year of high school and we went to a gym and just did uh, a little bit of everything because I didn't even know what to do at that point. Right. Like, I'd never benched, I'd never squatted, I'd never lifted a barbell. I had, like, some dumbbells at home, and I did, like, push-ups and stuff. But up until that point, I really didn't do anything. But I know you're, so, uh, like, a consistent um, gym-goer now, and you have been for, like, the past couple years. And, like, you have a pretty clean diet, too, from, like, what I can tell like did, was that like always a habit you had or did you like I mean, consciously switch over to like make yourself <laughs> honestly until I you know moved out my diet consisted of whatever my mom cooked at home and it wasn't anything special right you know it's just basic Chinese food yeah and I mean I don't think that it was you know anything different than what most Asians eat, mm-hmm. you know? But I guess once I moved down and had a little bit more control of my diet, I guess I did make some changes, but it wasn't, I did go crazy with it. Right, yeah. And you still ate, like, Chinese. Yeah, I still, we, I still went out to McDonald's every other weekend when yeah. I was here after large group. I mean, it, diet's important, but, you know, you don't have to count macros yeah. constantly. Yeah. What did you have? Did you play sport in high school? Oh, I did swimming in high school. Oh, bet? <laughs> did you also do that? Yeah, I was a swim. <laughs> Were you good? Ah, good is a, a very subjective term. I, okay, like, I'm not going to brag. I was the captain for my junior <laughs> senior year. But that's not, like, because of my skill. Like, if you know, like, my person, I'm a very outspoken, like, I like to take on leadership roles. And my coach maybe saw that in me and was like, would you want to be captain for junior, you're starting junior year. So I was never like the top in competitions. Like I'm maybe in top seven or eight. That's like pretty good still. Yeah. But like, okay, what did you, what did you swim? What was your stroke? Oh, uh, like freestyle and breaststroke. Like 100 or 50? Yeah, I think it was 100 for both. 100, okay. Yeah, see, I, I was a breast, I swam breaststroke my freshman year, but I switched over to IM because oh, I'm like not outstandingly good at any stroke. But I'm like decently good at all of them, <laughs> so I just didn't event that at all of them. Did you do like two hundred for that? Yeah, two hundred I am was my go-to event, but never, never like first place or anything like that. Nothing crazy. Oh, were you like in varsity too? Yeah, our school only has varsity oh, swimming, okay. so um, I was varsity starting freshman year. But like, I maybe I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I was originally a golfer. Oh, really? I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Good. You didn't, oh, I, I mean, I guess not a lot of people know that about me, 
Like, I'm a big golfer. I've like, never seen you golf. I have golf clubs in that cab- in that cupboard okay. or that, that closet. Um, I started playing golf my, I want to say, second grade of elementary school. It's because my dad played golf. And he played when he was in college because he didn't know he didn't like play basketball or anything. He played squash a little bit, but he played golf as his main coach because he was at Stanford. So Stanford has a really nice golf course and everything. Like so he picked up golf, and he was decently good at it. And he wanted to play with so and so. When I was old enough to like go on the courses as a, as a player, I picked up golf. I played pretty consistently up until middle school, and before I moved to Korea, I was planning on joining. The varsity school uh, at my high school because we had, we would have summer camp or summer programs where you would play on teams for different representing different golf clubs or golf courses and we'll tour the golf courses as a representative for that course. So I joined uh, middle school and I was playing with some of the high schoolers that was at that was at the high school I was going to go to. And the coach came out one day and he was like, "Yeah, if you come in as a freshman next year, I'll put you on the team. Like, just keep playing over summer and we'll see you in freshman year." And that's when I moved to Korea. So I had to quit golf because Korea is a whole nother game with golf. It's like it's really expensive because we don't have land. So <laughs> golf going on a golf course is expensive. So I play like screen golf. And even to this day, I play a lot of screen golf when I go to Korea, like almost almost every other day or almost every day. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah, because it's like, it's like going to the PC room or like, uh, like, like an arcade room. It's like, it's just a bunch of rooms with screens. And you, all you need is one golf mat and you bring your own clubs so all you need to do is just pay for the service and you just play in one room have you gone out to produce course like, what, I, what I, I have or, uh, uh, or something no the course is called Campin and Ackerman Allen oh okay yeah um I've only played on Campin like three times you, I've never gotten on do you just Ackerman. play like 18 holes yeah okay I actually went with uh, Eddie I figured that's who you would go yeah, with <laughs> yeah and I've been to their golf range couple times it's pretty nice but uh, just b- how busy I am with school I haven't been able to play it often I'm planning to maybe go next week with Eddie I'm gonna ask him but yeah I so swimming was always because uh, I was a pretty chonky kid when I was a, when I was younger. <laughs> so my mom was like in order for him to keep up with his weight and like the amount of energy I need to uh, burn I'll enroll you with swimming and as a kid, I liked going in the water, so she, she assumed swimming would be a good fit. When I first started swimming, man, you know, like when you're out of shape, you go in the water, you're just like, you're suffocating. But I just stuck with it because my mom would always make a really nice meal afterwards, and I'd always look forward to that after practice. So that's like my motivation, my food. So I swam like twice a week for like an hour, which is not even that much, but like when you're a kid, that's like pretty big commitment because you just want to stay home and play games. So I did that, and then when I moved to Korea, my parents were like worried because the school I was going to didn't have a golf team. So they're like, "What is he gonna do for extracurricular?" Like, because as a guy, usually sports is a go-to like yeah. given extracurricular, unless you're in like an instrument. But I played guitar, and that's not even like part of the band or orchestra. So my parents were like, "Shoot, he doesn't have a sport." And my mom was like, "Well, you know how to swim. <laughs> I've never swam competitively at all." But she's like, you know how to swim, and like they have a team here. So if you want to start practicing more, like you can maybe try out. Maybe you won't make varsity freshman year, but you'll make sophomores year if you keep at it. And I, I didn't like the idea because I was not a big fan of swimming, but I was like, might as well. So she enlisted me for morning swim, 
which is 6.30 in the morning till 7.30, or 7.30 to 8-ish, and you get out by 8. Um, swim an hour and a half before class, wash up, go to class, then after class, when season started, we'll have another two-hour practice. Yeah, I remember in high school, the swimmers would be, I think they were in the pool at like 5.30 yeah. until 7.30, and then they'd start class at like 8-something. Yeah. Like, they'd be finishing up practice when I got to school. <laughs> like, you walk into class with like a toast in your mouth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mad respect. Yeah. And my mom, because um, I had a younger brother, and he went to the same school I did, so she had to make sure she made breakfast for him and wake him up so she never took me to practice i would go on public transportation and from anyone who is from my high school will know we have a huge hill that goes to the because korea is really mountainous everything's hilly our school's on top of a huge hill so i literally walked like maybe five stories worth of height just to get to the school and then i walk across the whole school to the pool which is on the other end and then i have to like get in my suit stretch and then swim shower and then go to class i'd be dead tired my first period so man i quit morning swim well i did morning swim all year round freshman sophomore year but junior senior year i only did it during off season because like in season we already have after school practice i'm like i'm not i'm not <laughs> gonna do morning and afternoon like i did freshman sophomore year. but thanks to that i got a lot better so that's where i mainly get my fitness from now i'm just trying to not be fat <laughs> and like military was a good break and a good reset because I was pretty when it was COVID I was putting on a lot of weight and then I went to the military I cut down a lot built a lot of muscle and now I'm here and I haven't worked out in a while so well let's talk about the military now that you've been out for a few <laughs> months yeah do you feel like you have retained any of I guess Habits? I'm sure like in the military they really beat into you you know this routine yeah and you know, discipline oh, yeah. and all that ha- have you retained any of that uh i've always been a little bit of a routine person always been a little bit of a early bird just out of habit from my parents so when i went to the military some people were struggling but i adjusted pretty quick uh as of now i i wish i had the same workout routine i did back in the military because I would run and work out every day, which is very ideal mm-hmm. as a guy. Because I was really pre- I was in really good shape by the time I was done with the military. And I continued working out, but I put on a lot of muscle mass outside because you don't want to be heavy while you're in the military. But outside of the military, I was like, yeah, screw it. Like, I'm just going to build mass. So I was bulky coming in freshman year. Uh, I mean, not first semester here back. But um, I think the discipline for sure. But the most thing that's probably gonna stick with me is the Korean. Like not only the language, but the culture. And like me being as a, a Korean citizen, I think stuck with me the most. Cause when, yeah, the patriotism. <laughs> like I feel more Korean now, like even yeah, though I'm much more sense. comfortable living here. Like when I go back to Korea, I can probably say I'm a Korean. Like I went to the military as a guy. That's like a, that's like a checkbox, a big checkbox you have to check. And like, I know how to speak Korean very fluently I understand the culture I've lived here for at least five years now so like I'm, I'm very functional as a Korean which I'm very proud of because that's like something I could actually use in the future but I've always thought like I would go to US college graduate go to get a job in the US live my life here and go to Korea to visit family you know 
but after the military i'm like considering like i could work in korea if i wanted to or i could work globally as a representative from the u.s in korea or from korea in the u.s vice versa you know um because there's no real language barrier for me anymore. yeah uh, just the work culture i guess because i've never worked in korea and yeah or like work at a different country because I'm, I'm very used to the international treatment or the international adjustment um ever since high school i've always been labeled as an international or as a foreigner so very comfortable with that kind of label so i i look forward to that but that's a lot of stress putting on myself like going out of college like i'm always thinking like this will get me something in the u.s but what if i want to go outside of the u.s like do i need to do something extra or do i need to look into internships outside the u.s to look international or whatever like so that that's a, just another layer of stress but out of the military for sure i'm feeling more crazy. interesting yeah. is there any any like habit you picked up now that you didn't have before you joined the military anything that <sighs> they maybe taught you that you still do or um I don't know practically, like military skills isn't really applicable to a college student, because that's like a different field. Um, I, I think during the military, I realized how important diet is, like what you eat, because they give you food. Like you can't, you have no choice in what you eat there, what you're giving you eat for that day. And I realized like eating a very boring, bland, consistent diet um, is not what I want. Like I want a variety, but I also got used to the whole, um, I need the basic nutrients and anything extra is just weight or it's just extra calories. So I've actually, this semester, I can confidently say, maybe except for the exception of like maybe five days, I've had oatmeal for breakfast, oatmeal with like um, bananas and blueberries, like as a clean carb plus um, fruits vitamins and like I think before spring break I didn't eat beef once like red meat was out of the picture I had a lot of chicken and fish which was like in my head white meat's more clean I think <laughs> like for my body yeah. like red meat's good but I have a big um, reaction to if I eat a lot of red meat like my skin gets really active but yeah so I was eating pretty clean because I realized in the military how important diet is. And I think maybe that's an influence. But would you guys, let's say um, you guys had mandatory military, would you guys go? Like, would you be able to, you think you'd be able to do it? Yeah, I think I'd probably okay with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Because you guys are hard, both, both US citizens. Yeah. So if like the US was like all of a sudden going to war and they, mandated a conscription to military yeah it would definitely be something that i know i would be dreading you know <laughs> leading up to it because i mean who wants to like you know just pick up everything and just leave home for what like 18 months yeah you know but i feel like there would be some benefits to it as well oh for sure in, in terms of making you a better version of yourself yeah but you had me yeah, I think like if it's mandatory, like I would. Oh yeah, I mean, if it's mandatory, <laughs> I mean, of course, it's like mandatory. there's nothing really yeah, you can yeah, do about sure. that. I guess you have no choice, but <laughs> but would you be down? Because I know for Korea, 
there's some option where like I'm a dual, so I could technically opt it out if I really didn't want to go. I was like, yeah, I might as well do it. But like, if you had the choice to opt out of a mandatory thing for a citizenship, I guess. Um, I think it would depend. Like, it was like a, if it was like a thing that everybody did, like it just made you like a different person or something. Right. I think I would do it. But like, if if like most people just didn't do it, like I don't think I would like go out of my way to. I guess yeah it's really hard to put someone in my shoes I guess I always wondered like what other people experience but it's really hard it's unique so I can't maybe I didn't phrase that problem well it's hard to imagine when that kind of reality isn't really what you're going through yeah it's easy to say that you would want to do it yeah when you don't have to do you guys have like anything um because military in a way was like a bucket list item for me like getting it done like a checkbox in life like i know i have to do it i'm probably not gonna avoid it so well you've known about it pretty much your entire, yeah, my life, entire right? life so it, it was like a, th- a achievement unlocked in my life <laughs> like i got it done but do you guys have like um bucket list items that you, you for sure want to do at some point in your life that maybe you currently are or will work on or work towards or do yeah. like not only military but another bucket list for thing for me is I want to do like um, a tour in like Europe like just travel like, I know with COVID it's been hard but like and eventually end up like at a point where you know like in um, is it Greenland or Iceland you can see the Northern Lights oh yeah like I really want to see the Northern Lights in my lifetime like not in like IMAX but like <laughs> in real life where have you like traveled before? I've traveled a bit uh, before high school. Once I came to Korea, I didn't have much chance. I I went to the Philippines a couple times and Malaysia once, and I traveled for swimming because we competed in China oh, yeah. in Hong Kong. But that's oh, pretty it. impressive. Yeah, but never like leisurely traveled for recreation and sightseeing. So you're doing vacation bucket list or any bucket list, I guess that you have because now that you're out of college you have technically all the, t- all the time you want as long as you can afford it you know unless unless you're contracted by a job <laughs> you can you can do what you want this is the rare opportunity well I have a vacation bucket list yeah. I want to go to I want to go to all four of the Grand Slams oh okay you know those are the, in tennis yeah tennis there are four the open tournaments which are, which are called Grand Slams yeah right. the open um, Wimbledon, French Open, Australia, U.S., and right. they're in New York, Paris, um, London, and Melbourne. Have you been to a? I have not been to any of them. Okay. At this point, but I want to go to all four of them at some point. You know, so nice. go to Paris, go to London, go to Australia. Would you be down to go by yourself? Do would you want to go with someone? I mean, if it came down to it, if I had the time and no one else did, <laughs> I would go by myself. Yeah. Nice. That's a good. I think I really like traveling, like going like different countries. I think my bucket list, like I want to go to Antarctica. I don't know why. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> chill with some penguins. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see you uh, down there. Out of all the places, I would not have expected you to say Antarctica. It sounds like a fake place. Like I want to visit. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to prove to yourself that Antarctica is real? The world is yeah. flat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I think I'm just really into like novel 
novelty in like weird places. Mm, like, like some people might have gone, but no one's been to Antarctica like yeah. commercially. <laughs> they have like tours though. They do, I think. I'm pretty sure. Where's Where's your bucket list? Um, I mean, like Europe has always been a bucket list. I've always wanted to go to the Seven Wonders of the World. Like, I know that's a very classic vacation uh, bucket list. But I've been to the one in Mex- Chichen Itza, Mexico. Oh, the Mayan. Ch- 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 what are the other ones? There's Petra, which is the palace in Jordan, like the desert palace. Okay. There's the Great Wall of China, okay. which is the easy one. I should be a little bit. I have not been there before. No, I haven't. Oh, but you've been to China, though. I have been to China, but those are for like school trips. Oh, They're the not Great like, Wall is kind of out of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out there. Um. I honestly don't know the rest. <laughs> there's four more. I'm pretty sure there's one in South America that I'm forgetting. The Stonehenge uh, one? Maybe. But you know, know, you know, like those National Geographic cover photos of like biggest historical places where like everyone knows what it is if you look at a picture, but it takes one to get actually go there. Um, those are the places I want to go to. Like have all the major landmarks and geographical locations down in, in experience and in memory. Prefer- yeah. Preferably before I get too old to travel and I have like all, all family to take care of and I can't go by myself or with a couple friends. But my dad's also had a big dream about like going on tour for golf, like playing in Europe, playing in California, Pebble Beach, you know, going around to like golf. But We'll see if that happens. What do you want to go on a golf tour to? I, I'd be down. Golf is like one of those sports where you can enjoy the location as well as enjoy the sport. Because if you're like going around the world to play basketball, like it's just a I court. Mean, golf is usually always somewhere that's scenic. Yeah. Right? So like you get two out of one experience. You can enjoy the area, but also enjoy the sport playing the sport I guess so that's what I like about golf it's a very just a big chill social sport more than a competitive sport I mean you can make it competitive but it's very very uh, social oriented as well yeah but other than travel you guys any other bucket list stuff um I guess thank you do or like yeah just one of the things you want to do in life um I'm not sure if you have you guys, are you guys like big on getting married? Because I know you guys are both single, right? Yes. <laughs> so thank, thank you for that. Big single yeah, guys. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's something I want to do. Um, Would you say it's harder now because you're out of college? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, no rush, yeah. right? You can't force. You can't force. That's true. Things. That is very true, man. Yeah. Relationship is at your own pace, at which when you. What about you, Andy? Want to get married? Yeah, probably eventually. Are you sad that you couldn't really date that much in, in college? Jeez. <laughs> you have to I, put I, it like I, that. I mean, like, I've never... Uh, have you dated in college? Like, I've never asked you this. Um, no. No? Sucks. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Is that something you want, you are worried about or look forward to when you graduate? 
Yeah, I think I would want to date someone. Nice. All the ladies out there, Henry's available. Mark is also available. So <laughs> are you up. are you available? I'm also available, but I'm still in school, so I can't I'm limited to Purdue <laughs> oh, yeah. at the moment. Which is not a bad thing, but well, you know, you guys have to have the experience of outside of Purdue now. Because you're you're going back to Cali too, right? Yeah, I'm going back to California. Yeah, you, you have friends back there? Yeah, I have a lot of I know a lot of people in California. Nice. There's a lot of porn people there too. Oh I like like in they're all in like North Cal though. I feel like there's a, quite a bit from Bay Area too. Why Bay Area is North Cal? Oh, is it? <laughs> I just don't know what Cal is. <laughs> Are you not from North Cal? Yeah, I'm like Southern. Oh, I see. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, I guess we usually end the podcast with a really random question. Okay, what's your random question? I've yet to think of a random oh, question. Really? <laughs> Let me think of one right now. Or if you guys have like a random, some of the some of the questions we've had were like, if you were, uh, if you were to have a TV show, what kind of TV show would you have? If you were a Marvel character, what Marvel character would you be? Um, what is the best, in your opinion, the best juice? Best <laughs> <Yes>, juice. <laughs> um, uh, we've had like, what was your nickname growing up? Have you done the ones like if you could be any pasta shape? What? Oh, let's do that then. <laughs> any pasta shape? If you yes. could be any pasta shape, what yeah. pasta shape would you be? Yeah, that's the question. Have you thought about this before? Um, I heard someone else ask this. I haven't thought about my answer. Pasta shape. The spaghetti count? Yeah, like any like it's like anything um, that's like fettuccine or like spaghetti. Uh, or like, anything that is Italian, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Italian pasta. Or, or like lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah. Mm. Pasta shape. There's some rotinis that good. The, squ- you know, the swirly the one. one Rotini's good because the, all those squiggles hold the sauce. Hold the sauce. Yeah, especially for chunky sauces. Mm. That, you know, it gets all up in there. That's why you then, have bread on the side, though, no? <laughs> well, I mean, it helps. Right. You know? Rotini. It increases the surface Are you area. saying you would be rotini? I wouldn't mind being a rotini. You hold all the sauce? Yeah, I get lost in the sauce. Yeah. What about you, Henry? Um, I think I would like fettuccine, like the thick spaghetti one. Is that one? Is fettuccine like fettuccine is the long, flat, long, flat ones? Long, flat. I like those. Why fettuccine? Um, it tastes good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pasta that's, itself that's tastes pasta. Like, yeah. like what kind of sauce would you? I mean, I mean, I like the I like the shape of the pasta. I guess just the flat, long. Yeah. Meal. Okay, maybe. Okay, Mark, what sauce would you be with rotini? I mean, rotini is good with the meat sauces. Oh, so you, yeah. you hold in that meat sauce, yeah, <laughs> especially with the ground beef. Oh, the ground you know, beef. The meat ground sauce. beef gets all caught up in the rotini, and then uh, <laughs> you like your beef caught up in your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. like your beef caught up. In your pasta. It's the most efficient way to eat it. Okay. What about you? What kind of sauce with that fettuccine? Um, I haven't really thought about. It. I like like a cheese sauce. Cheese like pesto? Like, Pesto's not cheese. Pesto has cheese in it. But pesto's uh, basil? Yeah. Every pasta like has not, cheese on it. Yeah, like that's very big heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like nacho cheese? Like, uh, <laughs> do you put nacho cheese on your pasta? Straight up nacho or mac and cheese? Is that like Alfredo? Is that is that the one? Uh, Alfredo is a cream, cream sauce. sauce. Yeah, just something like that. Uh, Alfredo, what kind of protein? Chicken. You gotta go with chicken. chicken. You gotta go with chicken. What's your what's your pasta? My pasta, dude. That's hard, man. I just had routine. I have routine in literally my fridge. Oh really? But 
when I was a kid, I've always been a fan of, you know, the shells. Oh, those are, yeah, I like those. those I like nice. shells, because especially with, like, uh, mac and cheese, I'm a big, not, I don't like macaroni, because I feel like macaroni is too um, small. Like, when you oh, bite yeah. into it, there's not enough to chew on. The shells bigger. are thicker. It kind of turns into, like, a gusher. Yeah, and it's, like, capped off with, like, um, cheese. So sometimes you hit, like, a really sharp cheese, like, note when you're chewing. Dude, that's that's my feeling. I don't know what those are called. What the shells are called? Shells, right? Shell. Are they just shells? I like think there's like shells? a name, but I don't know what it's called. There's probably an Italian name for it. No? I don't know. What's your yeah. favorite thing to add to mac and cheese? To mac and cheese, it spice it up. Man, I usually eat um, mac and cheese with um, chicken thighs, like just grilled chicken thighs, because it's like juicy. And mac and cheese can be bland and sometimes dry if you, if you like overcook it. So I usually do that, but to spice it up, I don't know. I've, I haven't really spiced up mac and cheese in a while. Like, do you, you guys know, do something to mac used and to cheese? Do, what I used to do, um, Windsor Dining Courts, I don't know if you remember, but they would serve mac and cheese with chicken tenders. Um. And then, you know, I was talking about this with Ryan. And what we would do is we take the mac and cheese, throw uh-huh. some chicken tenders on top of it, uh-huh. and then put buffalo sauce over it. What? So you got like a buffalo oh, wow. chicken mac. Dang! It was like that sounds good. So good. That sounds really good. Dang. So good. What about you, Henry? Do you spice up your mac and cheese? Um, I don't really eat mac and cheese that often, so I don't uh, know. What's like your go-to mac and cheese recipe? Like, do you do crafts? And... I don't make it. Oh, you you, yeah, you just spice it up with yeah. what's there. Yeah. I see. I see. It's not something that I would make myself. Right. But, you know, at the dining courts, yeah, I would smash some mac and cheese. Yeah, I would get a dining court, but I don't think I would make myself for like a meal. Oh. I just activated my Siri and it looked up buffalo chicken mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a recipe? No, it's on. It's, it looked up maps. There's Arnie's Pizza Restaurant three kilometers away. Well, I'm down. <laughs> B dubs. <laughs> well, okay, so Mario Routini. Henry's going to be fettuccine and I'm, I'm pasta shells. Pasta <laughs> shells. We got meat sauce, alfredo sauce, and cheese sauce. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Well, I think we can wrap up there for today. Um, thanks for you guys for coming out. I mean, I feel like both of you guys really didn't have a choice. Yeah, that, was, that was fun, though. Yeah. That was fun. This is kind of just like Joe, though. It's not surreal day. Yeah, it ended up just being me, but, you know, we try to push out content either way. If you guys listened this far, thanks for listening. Um, make sure you give us a like and subscribe if you're on watching on YouTube. And if you're on Spotify, uh, if you haven't rated us yet, please give us a good rating. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you later.